What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional, so please consult with them first if you're thinking of making any changes. So I've just got back from a walk to the supermarkets, like one of the walks, that, well, the walk that we're allowed each day um, here in the UK, pretty much globally now, um, as this week... Me and my clients are doing a 10K step challenge every single day. Now, any other time in the world, <laughs> this 10K step challenge would be pretty fucking easy, right? It'd be pretty easy. But given what's going on at the moment, this is going to be a real challenge. So would, I'm just getting all my clients to be resourceful to make sure they're getting at least 10,000 steps in each day. I'm taking part in the, in the challenge myself um, because I need it at the moment, right? Um, so yeah, I've just got back from a walk just to increase my steps for the day. Obviously, I can't really go on a walk every day to the supermarkets, but I can go on a walk every day, and so can you lot as well. So, um, but right, I'll give it a few more minutes. Um, I'll let a few people jump in. For those watching this live in the Facebook group and on Instagram, I'm going to do a little Q&A at the end, so stick around to the end. Let me know any questions. You can type them up now, and I'll answer them at the end. Um, right, okay, let's get into it. Gang, welcome to this episode of the Type 1 Movement Podcast. So, in this episode, I'm going to be chatting about the three key areas to focus on right now to improve your blood glucose control and bulletproof your health. Because right now, I think we all, not just us as Type 1s, but we all should be thinking about our health, yeah? Now, I'm predicting that... There's going to be a big change in the fit, in the health and fitness industry after this pandemic is over. And hopefully, more people are going to be health-focused. And hopefully, more type 1s are going to be health-focused as well. And opposed to just body composition-focused, so wanting to drop some body fat against some lean muscle, I hope health is really going to be on the top of people's agenda. Do you know what I mean? Priority after all this shit's over. Um, and obviously, to... Uh, other coaches out there, like you're probably getting getting this feel as well. Yeah, there's always going to be some people that don't give a shit, but for the ones that care about the body and the stuff like that, I think health is going to be top of their priority after all this shit's over. And that's a good thing. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so anyway. I am hoping so. But I'm not just on about type ones, I'm on about everyone here. Like, <sighs> these points that I'm going to chat into well chat into what the fuck's that i'm making up sentences now these points that i'm going to chat about on this podcast don't really differ from what you should be doing anyway most of the time anyway it's just now you've probably got more fucking time so there's no excuses on why you can't really go in on some of these points unless you are at the front line of it all so nhs staff nurses doctors supermarket workers I understand that you may have less time and absolutely hats off to you guys. If one of you is listening to this, like some of my clients are nurses and honestly, like I'm taking my, my cap off now. You won't see this if you listen to the podcast, but hats off to you guys. You're doing a fucking amazing job. Keep going. But also do not forget that your health is also a priority. Yeah, your health is a priority in opposed to others is a priority as well. But your health is a priority because if you're not healthy, you can't serve others. And I always say that. 
So make sure you're focusing on your own health as well. But you are doing a great job. Like I seen um, a couple of my mates share a story on Instagram. And this, I really think this is true. So at the moment, it's the NHS's job, nurses' jobs, doctors, those sort of people. They're on the front line of this pandemic, right? They're on the front line. But when that's over, it's going to be us as fitness professionals and coaches. It's going to be our job to start educating people now around health, yeah? And even more so people like myself who are helping people with health conditions, being a type 1. There's going to be a big, a big ask for us. Um, so I'm going to be doing my bit as much as possible for the community, yeah? As much as possible. Um, so, right. Let's get into these points without further ado, yeah? So I'm going to break them down into three key areas and I'm going to give you my three most important points that I think are the most important points under these areas, yeah? Um, these, like I say, these areas should not differ really from normal sort of day-to-day -day life, yeah? So the first key area that you should be focusing on right now as a type 1 diabetic is your diabetes management. Your diabetes management, that should be up there right now, yeah? Up there right now. Because I, I don't want to put the fear of God in any other diabetic as this. Like, And I will say, not just as type 1s as everyone now, if you're scrolling through social media and you're seeing shit that's scaring you, bullshit information, fucking unfollow that person. You don't need negativity right now at this moment in time. You need hope. You need something that's lifting you up. We all need it. We all need it. Hopefully, I'm going to provide it over this podcast. But you, we all need it. So if you're going through your social media and seeing scary shit that's scaring you as a type 1 diabetic, unfollow that person, unfollow that page, fuck them off because you don't need that negativity at the moment. But if you're seeing something that's pretty factual, I mean, I've put some stuff out and I'm going to go into some figures here from one of my uh, letters that I got from a DSN. And that does scare you a little bit, but it makes you think, right, now's the time for me to really dial in and take action. That's good. Don't unfollow that person. Don't go and unfollow. Well, unfollow me if you want. Um, but that's good. A little bit of scarcity is needed for most people to take action and make changes. Yeah. So I'm just going to go over some of these points. Yeah, we'll get into the diabetes management thing, but this is covering kind of that as well. So I received a letter last week from my DSM, my diabetic specialist nurse. And because of what's going on at the moment with this corona, she has put a few key notes out there about managing diabetes and stuff like that. A few key, no key notes um, that I just want to kind of go over. Yeah, I just want to kind of go over for you, you as a title listening to this. So she said to me like, all patients with type 1 diabetes should have a functioning blood ketone meter. So a meter that's going to test blood blood ketones. Yeah, key, any ketones in your blood. Like a finger prick meter, but it'll test your ketones as well. That's crucial for you to have as a type 1 now. Yeah, something that can test ketones. Um, obviously, you need your strips in date for that. Yeah, that's another thing. Um, uh, you should be testing at least four to six times a day, finger pricking, not just testing your CGM. Yeah, not just testing your CGM or scanning your Freestyle Libre. You should be finger pricking. I'm going to get into these a little bit more in a sec, right? Um, she also said, if you're on a pump, if you're on an insulin pump, do make sure that you've got a backup of background insulin. I've got this in the fridge. I've got Lantus in the fridge and I'm on an insulin pump, yeah? So make sure that you've got backup of background insulin in case the pump fails, in case technology fails, right? It happens sometimes. 
And then one of the key points is a HbA1c, this is her word, not mine, HbA1c of 58 or less without significant, so a lot of hypoglycemia, a lot of lows. Because, so 58 reverts to about 7 to 7.3% your HbA1c, your three-month average. And this is because... This puts your body in a good position to fight off any infection or any virus, God forbid you get anything, more effectively, yeah? Now, if you fall outside of this range, don't be scared and think, oh, shit, if I get corona, I'm fucked, yeah? But maybe if you fall outside, your HbA1c in percentage is higher than 7%, Use this now and some of these tips I'm going to give you on this podcast to really, really dial in on your control. Yeah, go and action these tips and use it. That should be a driver. That should be a motivator for you. Yeah. So that was a letter that I had off my DSN. So moving on to that, the first segment, the first key area that you should be focusing on is your diabetes management. Covered a bit in that letter of what my DSN said to me. And here's three of the, the top things of what I say are crucial right now. For you as a diabetic, test more. You've got the time, test more. And I don't just mean, like I said before, checking your Dexcom or your other CGM, scanning your Freestyle Libra. Prick your fucking finger, test more. I use a Freestyle Libra, but I still prick my finger anywhere from four to eight times a day, yeah? So make sure you're testing more. If you're out of target, be quick to get back in range. Get it back in range ASAP. If you're low, use your hypo correction. If you're high, give a correction. Be quick to get it back in target range, yeah? And then the third one is, bear in mind that you may need to adjust your basal rate, whether you're on a pump or you're on pens. If you're a little bit less active than normal, if your routine's not what it normally is, I know mine isn't right now. Mine isn't right now, and I'll be honest, I'm running 110% basal rate, so I've increased it by 10%. Just because I am active, I'm being mindful of my activity levels, but not as if I was leaving the house all the time. So bear in mind that you may need to adjust your basal rate, if, um, whether you're on pens or, or a pump, yeah? Also, whether you're on pens or a pump, now would be a pretty good fucking time to run a basal rate test, right? Even if you think your basal rate is correct, run a quick test, yeah? You've got the time now, run a test. So they're the top three things really in diabetes management. Make sure you're testing more, including pricking your finger. I'm a big advocate of this, all my clients, I tell you. Be quick to get yourself, get your blood glucose back in range if it's out of range. And then be mindful that you may need to adjust your basal rates if your routines change quite a bit. And now's a very good time to run a basal rate test. Yeah, That's the first thing. The second thing is nutrition. And I'm going to tell you the three top things on this. I'm not going to go into this too much because the last podcast that I did really went in depth on nutrition for blood glucose and body comp and health, yeah? So the top thing I can say right now to everyone, it's something that I do every now and again and all my clients are currently doing is track your food intake using MyFitnessPal. Why? A couple of reasons. As a type 1 diabetic, it makes it easier to count carbohydrates, especially if there's a few carb sources in the meals, yeah? The second thing is... Right now, if you're out of a routine, you do need some sort of routine, but this is going to, if you can see that there in black and white or blue and black, whatever colors my fitness pal fucking uses, if you can see your food intake, that's going to help you keep accountable to the amount of food that you're currently eating, yeah? As well as obviously benefiting you as a type 1 to help your carb count. So track your food intake for those two reasons. Second thing under the nutrition column, if you like, focus on eating for health. 
focus on eating for health. If you're one that's used to tracking calories and macros and bolusing for, for certain meals and that, focus on eating for your health. Fuck. Don't, you can't just bolus for something because you can. You can't just eat pizza and bolus for it because you can. That's not focusing on health. Right now, focus on eating for health, yeah? So that means lots of vegetables, especially green vegetables, decent, adequate protein, yeah? Adequate fats and doing as you wish with carbs. I know some people prefer to eat low carbs, so doing as you wish with carbs. But priority now in your food should be focusing on eating for health. Plenty of vegetables and staying hydrated, yeah? The third thing is check your insulin to carb ratio. You've got more time now. now. Now's the best time as ever to start running the tests we need to do every now and again as type 1s. So we mentioned before in your basal rate testing. Now, just double check up on your insulin to carb ratios and your correction factors. Make sure that they're correct. It's going to pay off for you in the future and right now to help you control, yeah? That kind of t- ties in with nutrition and diabetes management. The third thing, activity. Please, gang, like, now is not a time to sit on your arse and do fuck all and binge watch your favourite series on Netflix. No, you do not have my permission to go and do that unless you've ticked off all the boxes I've spoke about in the diabetes management, the nutrition stuff, and what I'm going to speak about now. But now's not the best time for you to bury your head in the motherfucking sand and just not move and sit around all day, get up, stay in your dressing gown, I don't have to get up and get dressed, I don't have to move much, I don't have to go outside, no, now's not the best time for that, now's the time, like I said at the title of this, for you to bulletproof your fucking health, yeah, right, so under activity, we've got move every day, move every day, at least 10,000 steps if possible, Yeah, like I say, that's a step challenge that I'm doing with all my clients, me personally and my clients, every day this week. 10,000 steps in a day, at least. It's going to be hard at the moment, but good. You need to get resourceful. Move around the house, walk up and down the stairs, clean the house 50 motherfucking times if you need to. I don't care. Get at least 10,000 steps in. If that's not possible for you, if I've got a few clients that can't get 10,000 steps in through certain complications, if it's not possible, stand up, every one to two hours, and walk around for a little bit. Set yourself a realistic step target that's going to push you a little bit, yeah, not too much that causes you any discomfort, one that's going to push you a little bit, but is achievable, yeah, and stand up every couple of hours and do that. That's it, move every day. Second thing, work out at least three times a week. I'm going to cover a few little things on workouts, but I will say, if you want to know what to do with working out, Check social media now, gang. Every fucking PT and coach and his dog is live streaming workouts. I'm not going to do it because there's no point. Like, it's not what... It is part of what I do, but it's a very small part of what I do and who I coach with with coaching type ones. It's a very small part, so I'm not going to completely change all my content to that. Saying that, however, now... I do have a few home body weight workouts posted on my Instagram page. That's at type one underscore Tom. If you want to go and check them, they're infographics. But if you need ideas to work out, log on to Facebook, scroll through. I guarantee within within five to ten fucking seconds, you will see a PT streaming a live workout from the comfort of their bedroom, front room, or back garden. So go and look for that. But if you're wanting to program your own workouts, think about big movements: squats, lunges, push-ups. 
uh, planks, use things like AMRAP, set a timer, as many reps or rounds as possible in a given time. Emoms, every minute on the minute, yeah? Just get creative. There's no right and wrong way right now to be programming, yeah? Just get creative and do things that you enjoy. Right now is a great time for you to use Zoom or FaceTime, get your mate involved in a workout or whoever you're in isolation with, get them involved in a workout. Run little competitions. Whoever loses cleans up, yeah? But if you want to get your steps up, you're going to have to choose between losing the workout, aren't you? And not getting your steps in, eh? So, yeah, just run little competitions. Make it fun. Third thing under activity. Now's a great time to start taking logs of your blood glucose levels around exercise. Make sure you're using the finger prick. Make sure you're using your finger prick around exercise because CGMs can be way out. I nail this down a lot on my socials and with my clients. Don't just scan your freestyle libras, check your CGM after a workout and think that that's what it is because it can be out, yeah? So start taking logs of your blood glucose levels around exercise. If you're one of these, because a lot of type ones come to me and they're like, you know what, Tom, I really struggle with lows or highs during, after exercise, for up to 12 to 24 hours after exercise, now is the time to make friends with a fucking pen and paper and start taking notes. Start taking notes, because that's the only way you're going to get to see what's going on, yeah? So a little bit of a recap these points don't differ very much from what it should be anyway. These points are just a few of the things that I really hammer home and I coach and do trainings on in my 30-day program for my clients, yeah? So we've got the first one, diabetes management. Test more, use your finger prick. Second, be quick to get back in target range if you're out of range. Check and make sure that your basal rate is correct and bear in mind you may need to adjust it. Second column, nutrition. Track your food using MyFitnessPal. Focus on eating for health. Check your insulin to carb ratios and correction factors. Third column, activity. Move every day, at least 10,000 steps if possible. If not, stand up and walk around every one to two hours and set yourself a step target. That's actually achievable. It doesn't cause you too much discomfort. Third thing, work out at least three times a week. Bodyweight workouts, home workouts, log into Facebook. You'll see loads of shit there straight away. Um, and then taking logs of your blood glucose levels around exercise. Finger prick. Use your finger prick, yeah? Now is such a good time for you as a type 1 to really dial in on your glucose control and really dial in on, on your health and start bulletproofing that, yeah? Because you've now got the time. You've now got the time. Now is going to be best time for you to do that and I've said that on quite a lot of lives and podcasts because it's true now's the best time yeah so I will throw out there like I said before these points are something that I teach and coach in my 30-day program this program is for the type 1 diabetic who wants to have better blood glucose control spend more time in target range lower their average and just learn more about when like diabetes, blood glucose management, nutrition, and exercise. It's a 30-day program. If that's something that you're interested in, DM me with the word 30 days, and I'll have a chat with you, and we'll see if you're going to be a good fit for the program, yeah? So, right, gang, that just about finishes it for this episode. I will say, before I go like I always do, I've got two free things for you. First thing, a free ebook with... 
A little bit of a home workout and gym workouts in there, so you can use that if you've got weights in this current climate, yeah? But there's home body weight workouts in there. A little bit of a nutrition plan, tips and tricks around uh, blood glucose management, around exercise and nutrition. If you want that free ebook, all you need to do is DM me with the word free ebook, and I'll get it sent over to you. Also, on Facebook, we have a free community and kind of coaching group for type ones, yeah? If you're on Facebook and you want in on that, you just need to DM me with the word free group and I'll send you a link to get in there. Guys, like I say on the end of every episode, I hope you've got something valuable from this episode and don't just take it on and think, oh, that was a good point, Tom, yeah, and do jack shit with it. Go and fucking implement it. Everything that I put out and I say to my clients is just information until you go and implement it and you take action on it, yeah? So go and implement and take action on it. Guys, I would be super appreciative if you could share this episode so whatever platform you're listening to it on, whether that be Spotify, iTunes, if you could screenshot this and post it on your Instagram stories, tag me at type1 underscore Tom so I can thank you and say thank you very much for sharing it and listening to it. And it just helps me reach more people in our community, especially at a time like this because we need to be coming together. Yeah, so if you could do that, I will be forever grateful. Yeah, forever grateful. So, right, gang, as you always say, I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Go and take action. Don't just sit there and do nothing and say, that was good, Tom, and then do jack shit and everything stay the same. Go and take action. Thanks for listening, team. I'll catch you in the next episode. <laughs>